0: We are here with another Lean and Mean episode of the Cold Star Project, the podcast about the challenges of scaling tech firms quickly. Our guest today is Harry Kanistik. He is the founder of Mickels Labs, which is in Eastern Europe. And Harry, thanks for being here.
1: Thank you. Nice to meet you.
0: You bet. Uh, Harry, I wanted you on the show after... Uh, running across you in a, a Facebook group and then having a look at your company and getting kind of excited about the advances in machine learning and artificial intelligence that your business is working on. Um, why don't you give us a, a quick summary of like what your company does and who you are best uh, geared to help?
1: Yeah, sounds good. Um, so Mikkals Labs is a software and product development company based in Tallinn, Estonia. It's a really small country in uh, Northern Europe, right under Finland's uh, population of 1 million people. And uh, we work with companies uh, across the globe um, and, um, and uh, our team is uh, consists only of uh, senior developers. And uh, we help uh, companies, startups and also traditional companies uh, build their uh, in-house uh, technologies, and we're really focused on uh, newer technologies such as machine learning and AI. And uh, and I think the um, one interesting thing about us is that uh, we all the developers in in our team are you know at least five ten years experienced in in their field, So so basically hiring really experienced guys and uh, working with really ambitious projects.
0: Okay. What is the kind of organization that is best to approach you and say, hey, we have a problem, can you help us out?
1: Yeah, like a bunch of our uh, clients are startup companies mm-hmm. uh, that need to build really innovative products, need to uh, uh, move really fast, and, uh, and are willing to outsource uh, their development work to us. But we also work with you know, more traditional companies like telecom uh, companies, logistics companies, and uh, a and bunch of other other type of clients. So, but to kind of summarize, I would say a company who wants to build something uh, really innovative. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, and and your the objective of the applications that you're building is to do what? Help them make more money, save more money, reduce times of of activities.
1: Yeah, like the you know, for some startups, we are. Uh, they only development partners, so we build, uh, you know, some SaaS products. Uh, uh, we have built some uh, some uh, complicated integrations. Uh, so, so for some companies, we you know we help them to kind of understand the AI, understand the machine learning technologies, mm-hmm. and kind of help them start, uh, you know, gathering the data and getting into the point where they can start using the data. But for some other companies, we we are like a partner who who builds everything, you know, from, from back end to front ends, from mobile app to websites to, to basically everything. Uh, so, so we're going to full service, but really focused on, you know, like newer technologies. Hmm.
0: Okay, Harry. What is the biggest thing that you've seen uh, business owners who want to talk to somebody like you, but they don't know, that you wish they knew? You were like, man, I wish you guys knew this before you talked to me.
1: Uh, yeah, I think the general understanding about AI and machine learning technologies, and you know everything under this umbrella, is is really um, um, modest on the market. Mm-hmm. So lots of people come to us uh, with the idea that they want to you know start using AI to do something, and then you know after a few meetings and uh, talking a little bit, you get into the point where he understands that you know that AI is not the solution for them. It's mm-hmm. the, need to do something else to achieve their goal. So I think the general know-how uh, about this field is still really, really young.
0: An unfamiliar marketplace. I see a lot of people out there talking about AI, but it's not really AI when you dig into it. Uh, yeah, they're, it they're using something that marketing really marketing isn't.
1: Pass and uh, This marketing pass generates lots of you know, people who want to do something in the space mm-hmm. without having really understanding of the space or any experience. Mm-hmm. So
0: okay.
1: It's a, uh, you know, a new and fast growing uh, area, of IT development. So it's, it's, it's really interesting at the, as well as in mm-hmm.
0: Now you talk about, um, problem solving of complex problems, seeing a lot of complexity out there. Tell us more about that and the kind of problems that you, you have helped fix.
1: Um yeah like you know for most most of our clients uh um you know like we work with startups who come in with uh, you know like a product that doesn't function well and then we just take it over fix it uh you know make sure they get the product market fit mm-hmm. and, you know some some uh, challenges is just the labor problems like it's nowadays in Europe and in the u s it's super difficult to find uh really good developers uh if you're like a you know Google or you know some other big company, then you can attract the talents. But if you're a you know medium or smaller startup, uh, or you know, I don't want to say old boring company, but but a uh, uh, traditional company, then then it's really hard to attract this talent. Mm-hmm. So so our strategy is to you know hire globally. So we don't look only uh, northern Europe as the place to hire because it's. There's a huge shortage of developers here. So we look at them globally uh, and, uh, and uh, trying to connect them to, to the right projects. Okay.
0: Now, you, so you've got what we call a, well, a distributed workforce <laughs> there uh, all over the place. And I noticed in your uh, hiring marketing, you talk a lot about productivity uh, coming from a lack of a strict schedule. You don't like the idea of like a school or a college where people have to show up uh, and be there from nine to five. Tell us a bit more about that kind of an environment that you've created. Yeah,
1: it's, it's a great question. I think this is part of the problem that, you know, like bigger traditional companies, they, they expect you to, you know, show up at nine, leave at five, you know, to get your work done. And this is not the environment where, you know, like uh, uh, the talent wants to go work in. So we have created completely different culture. Um, we, in our office, you can basically show up when you want. You have to commit your hours. You have to get your work done. You know, we, we have rating systems and stuff like this. Mm-hmm. But uh, we give like lots of flexibility uh, because some people are product, productivity is high in the night time. Some people are, you know, their productivity is really good in the morning. So we we try to not tell them how to work. Uh, we let people tell us
0: how they want to work. Okay, what apps are you using for tracking that kind of productivity?
1: Yeah, we we have built some in house stuff. Mm-hmm. To use. Okay, uh, but you know we use most of the you know, like uh, um, like from Jira to GitHub to you know Trello and all the and mainstream products as well. Okay, so, but we also adapt to the clients. So if you know client uses some sort of uh, specific platform or tool, then we try okay. to you know adapt. Uh, our
0: development team does that. Okay, so you want the end client to see what your people are doing as well.
1: Yeah, we we like transparency, so we're happy to, um, you know, we kind of the companies we work with, we're gonna become part of their organization. So, and uh, you know, we try to adapt to them instead of trying to force the clients to use the tools we we like to use.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, tell us a bit about. AI from, from your perspective, what is AI to you? Where is it best uh, fitting in and solving problems for growing companies?
1: Yeah, I think AI is a you know, like buzzword. It's like internet mm-hmm. you know, 20 years ago. So it's, um, you know, like, more specifically, there's like, you know, machine learning, there's predictive analysis, there's data science, there's lots of different areas of AI. But, uh, you know, everybody agrees, or at least most people agree, that this technology is going to be, or these technologies are going to be uh, really destructive, uh, mostly changing the workforce, uh, starting from, you know, self-driving cars or, you know, automating uh, uh, online advertising or, you know, doing stock trading and like lots mm-hmm. of different areas. So it's kind of... Disrupts everything, and and it will, It's you know, it's happening fast uh, because we're inside of this uh, uh, thing. Then it's hard to see. But you know, if we you know, ten years down the road, look back, then it's it's different world around us.
0: Right, right, okay. When things go right, and somebody comes to you and they say, Harry, I think Mikkels Labs can help us with this and you dig into it, you have those two or three meetings, and it turns out, yes, you can help them. What, are there some common parameters to the problem that you see over and over again?
1: I think it's um, lots of, as lots of the companies we work are smaller startups, then uh, lots of them, they could even find like developers, but uh, for them it's really difficult to, uh, get the, all the necessary you know pieces in place, uh, starting from you know planning the architecture so that you know you can also continue developing the product a few years down the road uh, all the way down to you know having a good q a team who tests everything that is built so I feel it's um, one part is it's hard to find developers, uh, but it's also fine hard to find know how. How to put those developers to work. So we
0: try to kind of help with both sides. Okay, talk to us a little bit more about that know-how.
1: Yeah, like uh, you know, everybody in our team have been doing this for a long time. Um, my background is in startups myself. Uh, my CTO is um, you know have started startups, I built big development teams. So we have like you know tens of years of experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, all our developers have five, 10 years of experience at least, uh, and also most of them have been working with newer technologies. So if we combine this know-how, then we can not only offer the client what, um, what we, you can offer, we can offer the thing that is the best for the client because we, we have all the different uh, programming languages and expertise in-house.
0: Okay, so you're making a big distinction, which I think is fair, between somebody who just has the skill And somebody who has also gone through a few iterations of trying to implement using this skill.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Okay. And that leads to hopefully a better, faster solution. Uh, These startup firms that you are dealing with, are they venture capital funded?
1: Uh, Some are, some are not. Okay. So, so, you know, at least here in Europe, like there's a a trend, a lot that people try to raise less money. I mm-hmm. uh, you know in U.S. Uh, you know, I just lived a year in U.S., came back to Europe. Uh, in U.S., people raise more money faster. So, so uh, we we work with uh, both both uh, both com- uh, companies.
0: Okay, so though they may be classified as a startup, they generally, in your case, have gotten customers, and they know some of the behaviors and and what they want to get out of it then
1: yeah like some com- companies you know we we meet and talk you know they they are really big already so so they are not and the talk, they're already doing millions mm-hmm. billion, uh, revenue so so the problems are the same in that sense that it's mm-hmm. uh, if you have five people team or hundred people team it's you know you're still still uh, you know, trying to find better ways to do IT, uh, try to find better developers. And, uh, mm-hmm. It's just that when you're getting bigger, it's easier to attract those talents. If you're really small, then
0: it's almost impossible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, <laughs> you've got to have a big lure. Okay. So what kind of triggers have told you that, okay, the client is, is right and they actually do need something done that we can do?
1: Um, like, usually... You know, from clients, you expect them to understand their domain and their industry. So, you know, if you meet with a logistics company, then mm-hmm. you know you want to make sure they understand logistics really well, uh, because that's something we usually don't have the know-how in. Team. So, and then we put our know-how, you know, how to implement different uh, technologies uh, into the mix, and then you know, kind of work together to try to build something good.
0: Okay, because uh, like the first thing I was digging into there a few minutes ago was how are these guys affording you, right? How can they pay for it uh, if they're a startup? And, and sometimes they have VC money, sometimes they have uh, market share already, so they're able to invest out of that. Uh, I worked with a change management expert uh, in 2016 for the better part of a year. Who only worked with logistics companies of a thousand people or more. <laughs> so I've seen into that world. And uh, it, yeah, it's, it is very interesting. And I know for a fact that uh, your business can be of great value to them. Yeah, Complex. Go ahead. Go ahead. I want to add that but, you know, there's a saying
1: that I'm not so rich to hire cheap uh, IT resources. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, it will cost you more. But what we actually do here at Mikhail's Labs is that we. Uh, For smaller startups, uh, if we really believe in their vision and in their products, Mm -hmm. we offer them really good rates in the beginning. Mm -hmm. uh, The goal of uh, if they succeed, then they will also scale. You know their IT needs, so we also you know will succeed with them. So, so for for small startups, we always always give uh, as low rates as possible.
0: Okay. Yeah. And at the beginning of our talk, I did uh, hear you say some classifications, right? You mentioned a couple of different levels of programs. Okay. When some business is working with you and they want to scale and they they say, okay, we agree on the scope of the project. Here's the money. (laughs) We give that to you. What can they expect in working with you? What have you seen before maybe that you could help them stay out of trouble regarding?
1: Yeah. Like, because we've seen a lot, so we can already, you know, in the beginning tell what not to do. But uh, what they can expect is that uh, with, them, with us, they will move really fast. Um, we move, you know, sometimes we can build a product in a few months from scratch. Um, compared to, you know, spending a few months of hiring those people, then, you know, putting them to work. Um, so, so speed is what we offer. And the other thing is the good code quality. So we don't think only shorter. We think architecture true so that it can easily be continued developing over years. So we'll put lots of thoughts into you know, this in the beginning. And then, you know like I said, like really experienced developers and advanced know-how of the newer technologies.
0: Hmm. There is a phrase in, uh, in our notes here uh, before we got on where you've written growing can be more expensive than not growing. Talk to us a little bit about that.
1: Yeah. I, I was making this note about our own company because we're mm-hmm. growing pretty fast. It's, um, you know, when you grow, you need to constantly invest more money into hiring, uh, you know, like, uh, marketing and stuff like this. So that, that's, that was my point that growing can be, you know, more expensive than not growing. So, uh, um, So, yeah,
0: but it's more about our company. Okay. When you're running a project, uh, one of the things that I've seen a lot in in development projects over the years is uh, problems with the project timeline. You get something agreed on with the client, and then you start to work, and then something happens to uh, an individual Usually, who's a like a precious resource, right? There's only one of them, and they become the bottleneck for the project, and they have to get taken off of it, maybe, and, and put somewhere else. How do you anticipate and handle things like that, particularly with the? I would imagine you've got some AI tools to help you.
1: Yeah, like uh, usually with
0: you know working with startups, we
1: try to take the agile approach, which means that. We don't plan like too long of a time ahead. So we try to work in sprints, you know, either one week sprints, uh, one month sprints. So we release product quickly. Uh, so it wouldn't be that you know, if somebody gets sick, then <laughs> the product the development will uh, stop. Uh, also the fact that, you know, all our developers are senior and uh, it's easy to replace also developers if you know something happens. Mm. Um, also, you know, we try to build in-house tools that uh, make
0: make uh, make uh, things easier for everybody. Mm-hmm. Okay. What, what is the number one challenge to scaling that you have seen?
1: Uh, I think finding good people is always the, yeah. the most challenging. Uh, you know, we are in a really competitive market. Uh, there's, you know, lots of people going after. Uh, especially in the development uh, people, like most people try to hire those mm-hmm. people you try to hire. So, so I think finding good, good people is always the, I think at least my experience shows the most complicated parts.
0: Yeah, are, are you using a, a standard across the company project methodology, like Agile, or is it different every time?
1: Uh, like, like I said before, we try to adapt to the clients. Uh We prefer working agile, but uh, you know some of the you know like more traditional companies they want to move with uh, other speeds. So Mm -hmm. so we usually adapt
0: uh, to their needs. Okay. So what is what is the point where somebody should be thinking about reaching out to talk to your company?
1: Like I think if we have something to build, if it's Especially something uh, innovative like we we're really happy to jump on a call. Uh, we do lots of calls with potential clients uh, We don't charge anything for you know our consultations in the beginning mm-hmm. So we try to have a few calls try to understand if it's a good match If it's not we will be really frank with them and say that you know, it's it's not that's so a good match but if it's a good match then we you know we make proposals and if if uh, it uh, suits, then uh, we get to work, and uh, and uh, we, you know, we are growing our development team right now pretty fast, so we, we have room
0: for more projects. Okay, I'm going to dig into that a little bit further on two items. What does innovative mean to you?
1: Uh, like something that is, you know, not a copy of Uber or a copy of, mm. you know, something. So it's it's it actually. The product uh, has some purpose, like uh, it's either, you know, something that hasn't done before or it's just uh, something really, um, um, let's say, uh, useful for, for somebody, so.
0: Okay. So don't come to you and say, I want to copy or clone of Upwork <laughs> or, uh, or something. We get
1: quite a lot of those, <laughs> those, okay. those ideas. And, uh, you know like it, it should have something uh, that is different so
0: yeah and, uh, so that's one one element of fit for you that that it's solving a unique um, high brain power problem and th- what else is there regarding fit that people should be aware of
1: yeah I think also the you have the domain expertise so if you try to do something in logistics sector and that you, you should understand logistics sector and the, you know also you need to have some some funding, or you know, if you're self-funded, then at least some sort of runway, because you know building stuff takes time, and uh, and uh, usually we we commit, you know, to go all the way. So
0: we expect the clients to also commit to you know get the product on the market. Right, Harry, where did that name Mikkel's Labs come from?
1: Yeah, Mikkel's is actually in uh, in uh, Finnish. Uh, Uh, culture uh, Finnish language it means angel so Hmm. it's uh, it's, kind of like angel
0: lab Hmm. makes sense all right well thank you for joining us our guest today has been Harry Kastanek of Mikkels Labs. Harry where can people connect with you? Where's the best place to to find you?
1: They can go to our website
0: mikkels.com
1: or send me an email harry at mikkels.com
0: okay feel free to spell that out because we are on audio
1: yeah. H. Uh, okay. M. I. K. A. E. L. S. dot
0: Awesome. All right. Well, thanks for being here today.
1: Okay. Thank you. And it's nice to meet you.